Hey guys! And welcome to the 3V podcast. My name's Kenya Jade. My name's Jada. And I'm Sebastiana Joyce. And we are here to connect with you through our journey in Christ. So we just want to be open and speak honestly on our past selves, our present selves, and the women we aspire to be in the future. So this is our journey of self-development in all aspects presented to you in a podcast also make sure to follow us on view the three on twitter so that's at view the three so you can join in in any discussions that we may have so go ahead and grab your wine glass and snacks the notepad and tune into the three of you from your view hey friends um hey, hey. hope everybody liked our intro and everything you know it took us a while to get through it and to you know record it <laughs> <laughs> But you know we're back. You're right. Can you catch your breath first? And like, <laughs> sorry. Right. I think it's the neck pillow right. around my neck. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? This is a whole. Yeah, I think there may be. I think there may be a bit of anxiety going on here. We might be nervous. You know, starting this week. podcast all over again. But we move, guys. Let's just keep going. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> it's absolutely okay. Yeah. But yeah, I hope you guys liked our um intro like jada said it did take a while for us to record it get it together but we made it and we're here recording our first episode we're here i'm loving you guys energy (laughs) (laughs) what is going on i don't know i just feel a bit like this week has been you know quite a lot's been going on so it just feels very draining yeah if you really try to start off this podcast you know with like the highest of like energies and stuff but really and truly I feel like we're all quite drained emotionally me spiritually you know yeah I suppose it's kind of natural with everything that's going on in the in the, in the world yeah. yeah so you can't really be <laughs> hidden in our voices I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry yeah no it is a lot like there is a lot going on right now um for you or for those of you that may not know there's a whole you know black lives matter protest going on after the death of um well murder of george floyd who was killed um by some police officers so there's been like outbreaks of protests um riots across like um across the world basically all over america um, London have had protests, Germany, France, China, like it's been crazy. And I guess it's just overwhelming because it's just like, when can we relax? When can we breathe? You know, when can yeah. we live our lives without being attacked? So I guess, um, you know, I don't I don't think I've ever been overwhelmed to this point because I know there's been numerous cases where, you know, there's been a murder of a black life in America and then there's like, you know, protests, there's loads of information being put out. Yeah. But there's something like different and distinct about this yeah. case. That, like, yeah. like it's weighing you know heavy. I mean? Like yeah. I wake up with anxiety. I go to yeah. sleep with anxiety. Do you know I what? think it's everything that's going on. Like I think it's corona. Yeah. It's being like kept inside for like how long is it now three four months like yeah it's just too much it's a lot yeah I think you're right like with everything going on like it's not just the protests and like Black Lives Matter you're right it's like the fact that we've been cooped up in our houses haven't been able Mm -hmm. to see our friends and family like that 
And it's just like, we're trying to adjust to this new lifestyle on top of being like, you know, having to protest for our basic rights. It's really just overwhelming. And to be honest, I never thought that I would live to see something like this, like a pandemic. And then because we've never really seen like nationwide protests like this on this scale. So it's just all new. Like, I feel like we're all trying to adjust to it. Well, I didn't even know there was a nationwide protest. Oh, you mean like within the country, nationwide within the country, right? Yeah, nationwide yeah. in the country, <laughs> but, but then like globally, worldwide. yeah, like worldwide yeah. as well. Like it's. I swear, I saw something in Syria where they're protesting so... Black Lives Matter, and I was thinking like you never what? would have expected Is that actually it. happening. Yeah, is that happening? Yeah, I went on That's Twitter crazy. finally, and I'm just seeing loads of stuff. It just Boy, got overwhelming. This is, yeah, I've kind of detach myself from that for a bit like just I just need to stay off for a bit just because again it's just overwhelming overwhelming information and I feel like if I don't read into them then I'm also part of the problem I was just like, about I'm to not, say that I feel guilty yeah if I'm not yeah I feel yeah. guilty for not like being informed and like trying to find out more and like you know like just reading up and keeping my knowledge up because yeah you know this is what they're giving me this is what the internet is giving me read this read that this is happening this is that because how else are we going to find out about these things it's so I'm true other than you. do you know what I mean it's so like it's, a like, bit it's of just a very like catch 22 no I was gonna say it's like a bit of a catch 22 because it's just like you want to protect your mental health by like keeping yourself in this little bubble so you're not like taking these things on because it is it is hard like we're black women so it's like outside of these protests that have been happening over the last few days it's like this is our real life as well we like have these microaggressions towards us we have these funny looks when we go out like we're black we can't hide it so it's like Mm -hmm. on top of that we have to now we have to kind of be like not the forefront but you know like speak up for black yeah we need to speak up yeah we need to speak up but then it's Mm -hmm. just like okay but at what point can I just protect my mental health and just like completely tap out because I think that's what I've done right now like I've deleted all my social media like Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram I'm not really Mm -hmm. on social media like that anyway so it's not that deep but it's just like I needed a break because it's a lot like I can't be taking on the whole world's problems when this is like not a new thing for us do you know what I mean yeah and that's what's so discouraging about it the fact that we've experienced this numerous times like we see news about this all the time it's a reoccurring thing and it's like I just feel helpless because what what can me little Joyce that lives in my little you know Leeds town what can I do to to like change change the world and like make a difference like there's only so much I can do like other than like spreading awareness and like you know posting the odd things on social medias and like educating like my co-workers you know outside from that like what what can I do like what can I actually do Do I hate that even and that's just so discouraging responsible for educating other people like I'm tired yeah yeah no I hear (laughs) that no I hear that before I was like no like you guys know me I'm always talking up the things like I'm always Mm. you know black lives matter like I studied history so that's what we not necessarily just specifically black lives and black history obviously history in general but like I did study like um you know colonization slavery so I've been very like I would say like I'm quite radical in my thoughts like to like because I'm just like no I'm 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 for everything black like 
anything that's black, I support it. Black people, black businesses, la 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 la. But then it's just like now it's just like I don't know. Like I don't want it to be my responsibility to tell people why someone a black man didn't deserve to get killed because it's just like yeah. you hear these hot takes and it's like oh but maybe if he didn't do this and maybe if he didn't do that or what you haven't seen the whole video and I'm just like yeah. what could possibly justify a man putting his knee on someone's neck for a total of nine minutes and this poor man is screaming out I can't breathe they're gonna kill me calling out to his mum who's actually passed and it's just like okay so and then that's when I had to step away because I was just like do you know what I'm not about to be arguing with people over the internet I don't even know them I don't have to convince you why our lives matter nothing in this world can justify people yeah. getting killed like it doesn't yeah, make sense I, like what kind of I, I shouldn't have to yeah. I shouldn't have to convince people that black lives matter because that that is so crazy even the other day I was at work and I saw an email from like our CEO the owner of the company and he was like addressing the situation which is good and all like yeah he's showing you know support and like yeah you know acknowledging the situation rather than what most of these brands are doing just ignoring it and acting like the world is fine yeah but for a second I thought you know I should put this in my work group chat and let them know that you know to to be more aware of this like although these stuff are happening some people are still choosing to like turn a blind eye on the situation and like not even comment on it or even discuss the matter at least but then I thought why 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 do I have to do that this is easy why do I have to, to just that? ignore things rather than face the ugly truth that's literally what I've, I've gathered here a lot of people have the tools and people around them to educate themselves on these topics but they just choose not to because ignorance is bliss let's be I real feel like if it doesn't personally affect them then it's like I don't really need to be clued up on it. But I feel like that's with anything. Like, if it doesn't personally, if someone can't personally relate to it, so they can't personally relate to, you know, my people getting killed unjust, they don't have a need or a want to, you know, further educate themselves on the matter. And I don't understand because I feel like it's not about, like, black people. It's about right from wrong. Like, you, everyone can agree that this it's just wrong to murder someone yeah. for this colour of their skin. Not because they're a criminal, not because they're a bad person. And even still, that's not justification. But it's just, like, something so small as... I have a darker skin than you, so my skin colour has already been weaponized before you even know my name. You're already scared of me before you even know my character, before you even know my life credentials. You're scared of me, and because of that, now there's a target on my back. Do you get it? And it's just so like heartbreaking because even my brother, he lives in New York now. So he lives in New York, and like anyone that knows my brother, he is like such a cool guy. Like he's not he's just such a cool guy like no one everyone loves him do you get it like he's like everyone he's loves a lovely him lad. yeah do you know what I mean so it's just like and then he lives in New York and he's like I feel like he's going through his radical stage now where like he's really getting irritated by these things and you know he used to live in the south so like Illinois and that when I tell you he used to tell me he used to walk in a shop there'll be confederate flags and you know how Americans are they're so like bow face about it like 
so proud but about not, having their stupid flag flying do you high. know what I mean they're so like whereas over here they're like um we're it's more like um passive racism do you know oh, what I mean like, 100%. whereas over there they'll call you a nigger to your face like they do not care and it's just like when I tell you the prayers that we've been throwing down for him because it's just like he really is he's in New York like he's got a target on his back like they don't know that he's a nice person that he comes from a nice home they just see black and he's you know like he can really get killed like just like that that's crazy to me crazy yeah that's crazy that's so so it's just like nah we want him home right now because it's not safe it's really not safe at all is he looking to come home no he needs to finish the year off so hopefully I don't know if he's going to come home anytime soon but because remember we're still in the middle of a pandemic oh Jesus Christ so it's like like, okay we want him home but Um, flights aren't you know you can't come into England like that too tough and it's just like it's scary it's just scary we live in scary times I don't know man I was even watching that documentary. I sent it to Kenya yesterday and I put it on my Instagram story. I don't know if you've heard of her, Joy. It's a woman called Jane Elliott. She's a she's a uh, like an activist kind of woman, a white woman in America. And she's basically trying to educate white people on how they're just implicit biases and stuff like that. It can really be harmful. And yeah. sis, I really recommend you watching it because you'll be surprised. She did this in the UK, right? And they did an exercise where, where it was like... Um, we're going to, to show you guys how discrimination feels like, we're going to separate you into two groups, brown-eyed people and non-brown-eyed people. And so obviously the majority of the non-brown, the majority of the brown-eyed people were black and obviously the mm. blue-eyed or whatever was blue, it was white. And you should see the things that they're saying. So as soon as they got a little bit of discrimination their way, the white people, they went up in flames. They were like, I'm not going to participate in this. You're assuming <laughs> that all white people are racist. Oh, I'm chubby. And and um, I face um, discrimination every single day for being chubby. Do I go into a shop and say, why have you not got plus size clothes? No, I just go and I get on with it. And I'm just thinking, wow. like, they generally don't they don't want to learn like it's all these mm. small little things they the fact that they don't even see that there's any issues here is an issue within itself like the yeah. black people they have to really explain like why it's not cool that they're doing this and they still don't understand so I don't know what more it's going to take either way in to sum it up 2020 has been a, a wild year and <laughs> and yeah. this whole thing happening here has just made it 10 times more wilder and I think that's really why it's weighing heavy on my head on my chest even yeah I totally agree with you, sis. It's not easy. I don't know. Like, how is the world going to look like after this? Because it's just a hot mess. It is a hot mess. Well, we didn't mean to start the podcast off on a, you know, a low. <laughs> we just fed up, y'all. Yeah. We sorry. Yeah. We just drained, you know. We just, we're just tired. We're just tired of it all. So this is, this is the reality of things. And this is stuff that people actually have to live with. So, you know, c'est la vie. Well, this actually relates to, um, ooh. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> Wait. Basically. <laughs> basically basically we like to introduce you know when we're talking about things we'd like to bring a scripture in to discuss like a topic that we would like to discuss 
Um, so I guess we'll call this little part of the podcast gospel of the day. So it's just a scripture that we've decided on or that someone has brought to the group. And then we'll just discuss it around, you know, whatever. That was really a bad explanation. No, we, we understand. No, it was good. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than yeah. what I could come out with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, gospel of the day. Um, that is Proverbs four twenty three. I'm reading it from yeah. the New International Version, so I don't know if it's different for you guys. But for me, it says, "Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it." Mm-hmm. Did you want to go on first? Was it just verse twenty three, or was it? Yeah, it I was, only right? had verse twenty three. Yeah, I only yeah, had okay. verse twenty three written down. Yeah. So basically, so what does that mean to y'all? so to me I've got the ESB version and in mine it says keep your heart with all vigilance vigilance (laughs) for from it (laughs) keep your heart with all vigilance yeah vigilance vigilance. for from it flows the spirit of life so in my head I believe that um, a lot of what we feel affects what we think and a lot of what we think, you know, determines how we act and what we do. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially like where the conversation around mental health comes. So mental health is obviously about having like positive feelings, positive emotions, positive thinking, whereas unhealthy mental is about having negative feelings, negative thinking patterns, etc., etc. So this passage stood out to me because obviously in a time where, you know, we, we've already said we're all feeling a bit drained, a bit down, a bit, you know, fed up with the world. It's important to talk about matters that actually affect us like mentally. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just it's just been weighing on my mind because it's it's telling me that we should keep our hearts. We should guard our hearts in some versions. And when I look into the meaning of like when it says keep or guard, it's a lot to do with like maintenance and like watching over it and like proper like taking taking control and like taking care of it so it's God's telling us to take care and maintain our hearts because from it flows life flows the the streams of life so there must be something incredible or something very significant that goes on within our hearts that you know that affects how we move with life and like how do you guys get what I'm saying? No, yeah, yeah I got you. I'm not hearing anything about something. It is everything we okay? Live, we listening. We listening. I'm taking it is in. Everything okay out there? No, <laughs> you're making sense. You're making sense. But no, yeah, it's so, true. So there must be something you know significant that our heart does that you know that affects our mental and. I'm not sure whether you guys know or um, I don't know. I learned this is psychology in it that um, it's not just our, when we think of feelings, we think automatically it's our heart, that it's our heart that's causing these feelings and we're feeling everything from our heart. But that's not true. That's not the case. We, um, I think it's the mind, the body and the mind that work together to kind of allow you to experience a feeling and emotion. So when we get a sense of like, I don't know, frustration or anger, like our hearts may start, you know, beating at a different rhythm and then that rhythm will send a signal to the brain and then our brain will then send that signal back down and say this is what this is what you're experiencing Mm. so it's like 
Keep oh it going, sis. You was <laughs> you were on a roll. I even lost my train of thought. I've I've actually got a deep issue with communication. Guys. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think you just have a lot of good points in your head and to get it all out. Say it all at once. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bloody struggle. It's a bloody struggle. But yeah, so like, it's obviously the conjunction of all three working together for us to experience that emotion. So when we're told to like keep our hearts and like guard our our hearts, we should take that seriously in the sense that, you know, they've said that from it flows the streams of life like we should be upkeeping ourselves and like trying to maintain a good mental because obviously feelings is a part of your mental health how you feel is a part of your mental health so I think it's very important for us to like be aware of how we're feeling towards certain situations towards the world towards our our family our friends just feelings that we hold even like little inconveniences that we face throughout the day like these things impact us in some way and then we hold like certain feelings like say if someone cuts in front of me whilst I'm driving I'm feeling frustrated and that frustration I might carry throughout the day and then you know I come home and then I'm frustrated at my family to get it so it's like we hold a lot of these emotions and in a way I feel like it's important not in a way it is important because imagine how many times that like our emotions, imagine the situations that our emotions has led us into, if that makes sense. So imagine Mm -hmm. how many times, I don't know, obviously we've all been in some kind of like romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. Imagine how many times loneliness, our feeling of like, you know, not wanting to be alone Mm. has like (laughs) allowed us to like maintain in like an unhealthy Imagine how many times our loneliness has allowed us to like maintain in like a very like unhealthy relationship. Like these are things yeah. that we should be more in tune of. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask y'all if you think that the current state, because it says from your heart flows the streams of life, basically that your emotions, your feelings, you know, is a reflection of your life. Basically, that's what it's saying, right? Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to ask y'all if you think your life currently is a reflection of your mental health or if your mental health is a reflection of your life currently, if that makes sense. That's an excellent question. Can you say it again, please? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my days. Okay, so how do you feel like... No, how, how many... No, how do you feel... Do you, do do you feel that your mental health is a reflection of your life currently? And then the, what was the next part? That is the question, babe. I thought you said, and then do you or do you feel like you're... no? It was just me. It was just me wording it oh. differently. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. I had to write that down to fully actually. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I... Um. Hmm. who wants to go first so if you so if you think about your mental health if you think about where you are mentally now how you're feeling you know how you're feeling your mental state right now do you feel like your life is a reflection of that no jail do you want to go first (laughs) 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 do i feel like my mental health is a reflection of my life currently so heavy question. Um, <laughs> it is a lot a heavy to question. take. It is. It is. Um, 
I'm not even gonna 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 lie. I feel like since like end of last year, so basically 2020 since it started, has mm. been very um draining on me mentally, emotionally, and everything. And I just feel like every time one thing goes wrong and I think, oh shit, think, oh well. oh oh, something's gonna get better and then things just get worse like one thing will happen to me in January then the next in Feb and then coronavirus then this and then everything um and I feel like yeah this definitely had an effect on me and it's definitely had an effect on like my current life like the way I'm leading my life now um because I fall down a lot of the times I feel like I have a very pessimistic outlook on everything and that's just feeding into everything. Like it distract the way I'm feeling has distracted me from so many things. So I can't even like perform properly at work. Like somebody will send me a task to do, and because I've got so much other stuff on my mind, it's yeah. like I can't even get that done. Or like I, I've started painting and I can't even finish painting just because I feel so anxious. Or just loads of things. Even like speaking to friends sometimes. Like it's just everything is kind of just whoop, right on my head. So yeah, it's definitely affected definitely affected my, my life currently I feel like anybody who's going through anything emotion mo- emotion wise or mentally wise it will definitely have an effect on you because your emotions affect your thoughts and your your thoughts affect your influence your behaviors so that's my two penny yeah. no yeah um for me I don't know I feel like 2019 was like a worse year for me um, but then I feel like 2020 is kind of like the year that everything's kind of falling into place. So my mental health isn't as bad as it used to be. Like, I feel like I definitely hit rock bottom like last year, probably like around this time last year. But now I feel like I'm a lot better. So I wouldn't say I would actually say my mental health is probably like the best it's been so in a long time. Are we? Are we answering this on the basis of what our life currently looks like then, yeah? So yeah. Yeah. it's like, okay. So you're not answering this based on like what you feel at the moment. It's Wait. just on Well, <laughs> I guess I guess that is how we feel. I guess that is how we feel because so for example, because my life right now, the only thing I feel overwhelmed by is everything that's going mm-hmm. on in the world, which is kind of like out of my control. Like yeah. for me, how I feel is like obviously overwhelmed, but for things that I can control, my, I don't feel like it's my mental health is bad. Do you get it? Whereas for JL, yeah. it might be the opposite because it's just like because of like things um, that like she's dealing with, her mental yeah. health is that's how she feels. Do you yeah. get it? Like yeah. I think yeah. they both like tie in with each other, like mental mm-hmm. health and how you feel, and then what's currently going on. I didn't mean to answer for you. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. What did Jada say? She's still. What did Jada say? That I'm JL because Ken was like JL and yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't mean to answer for you, but yeah. You said it very well. Yeah, it's true. I think they all. What about you? What about you, Joyce? Well, to answer my own question, um, I feel like it is like my mental health is currently a reflection of my life because I feel like I'm in a very confused state of my life and I've been feeling like this for a while I think since I've left uni I've just been feeling super duper confused like 
what do I do now? Like, how do I get here? How do I get there? It's just a very, like, I constantly feel anxious about my future, about what I want to do. And I feel like that that's definitely reflected in my life because I've been in the same job since I've left uni and I've been like very complacent with where I am because I feel like, you know, somehow I feel like this is the best that I can do right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like go through the stress of like actively looking for a job that I know will benefit me to get where I want to be because I've applied before and it's like rejection I don't want to have to deal with rejection time and time again so it's like I'm stuck between this thing of like you know proper working hard and like doing it my making it like my mission to like find a new job and actually get into the field that I want to get into or just be comfortable at where I am at the moment so it creates a lot of a lot of back and forth a lot of anxiety a lot of like doubt yeah and that goes on to like even like with my my creative side I guess like obviously I do YouTube and I feel like my anxiousness and like my doubtfulness and like just like my confusion goes into that as well like it literally spills into every area of my life I'm like I'm literally like what what do I do like where am I meant to be what am I meant to be doing and I'm someone who thinks about like their future and like their purpose a lot so it just makes me very anxious. I feel like my mental state at the moment is very anxious. And of course, with everything that's going on in the world, it's like, I think it is pes- pessimism. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't expect the worst. Yeah, I expect the worst. Yeah, I don't feel like, I feel like, sorry, that, you know, certain things are never going to change. And like, the world is the way it is for a reason and like if I'm here that means I'm here for a reason if I'm at this job I'm here for a reason or if yeah. I'm not doing good on YouTube that's for a reason like I just I'm just very like you know but you know with that though against things do you know with that like I feel like sometimes we convince ourselves that it's for a reason to like um justify like our complacency because I do it yeah. all the time like so I'm like oh um the reason why I haven't found a new job is because this is where God wants me to be. But it's just like, have I prayed about it? Like who, mm. who's, since when did God say he wants me to stay in this job? That's not growing me. It's not mm. like making me any better. In, in fact, it's making me more agitated. It's making me more like um, irritated, but it's just like, I'll convince myself that, oh no, this is, what like this is where I'm supposed to be because I don't want to address like out of fear like I don't want to address like things that okay maybe I'm scared of rejection that's why I'm not applying to other jobs or maybe like I'm just so comfortable because uncomfortability makes us you know um uncomfortability is where we grow but it's just uncomfortable to be in that place so sometimes we convince ourselves that Yeah. yeah this is where I'm supposed to be right now whereas where where in reality it's like mm, you know what like we need to step out on faith and then maybe apply to jobs that we feel like we're underqualified for and like you know have faith that God will provide the rest kind of thing so I feel like sometimes we convince ourselves that this is where I'm supposed to be you know purpose and stuff like that when really we just are too comfortable where we are yeah but I completely agree I feel you sis I want to drop a question to you guys. Yeah. Um, So 
you know, I was thinking about when Kenny was talking about how um, certain things are in our control. So, like, how she said about the whole Black Lives Matter protests and mm. things like that. And some things are outside of our control. So, mm. yeah. But I was, so, so for the for the things that you just said about how you feel currently now, like, your mental health and how you feel, like, how you are right now, like, are you good or whatever, like, how you are. Mm. What do you think that you can do to change any of those things that you listed? Boy. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I could do a lot. I don't know. Do you want to answer that one, Jada, first? Y'all make me sick. Oh, go, Joyce. No, go. I was going to say, like, I feel like it's very important, like, just as it says in the scripture, like, to guard and keep your heart. I think it's very important to, like, be careful of you know you're just be aware of like how you're feeling in a particular season how you're feeling towards the world what's going right in your life what's going wrong in your life I feel like it's very important to sit down with yourself and see what's not serving you what's serving you like just where you can make the changes I think acknowledging that for example you're anxious or you're scared of rejection is first of all the the best step you can take like that's the first good step that you can take acknowledging that you are not okay that you are anxious that you are fearful all of those emotions like it's good to be aware of yourself in that sense and like in engaging introspection just to know yourself a bit more like you should know you should know how you're feeling do you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. from there I think obviously that's what we've just done now from there (laughs) I can't really like uh, what 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 do we do from there? I guess it's making. I guess it's like drawing. I'd say drawing up like a plan because you've already said like what 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 um what you're dealing with, what you're currently struggling with. I think the next step would be is like where where do you want to be or where do you want to go? Like what do you want to achieve? Yeah, and praying on it and then seeing what you can do to get to those steps. Yeah. So with me, obviously I I express that I'm quite anxious about, you know, what I'm supposed to be doing in the future. So in my mind I've put in my mind that I want to go into psychotherapy. So I've looked into like what I need to do to get into psychotherapy what qualifications I need what kind of experiences I need and obviously finding out with with most of your jobs you need a lot of experience you need you know you need extensive experience in the in the in the relevant field so I've been looking at like um, placements um, volunteering jobs Mm. to go out and like help the elderly or help like children with autism and I've actually decided that I'm going to leave my job in August so then I can go work in a school with like a child who's who's um in the autistic spectrum to like have that kind of to have that (laughs) to have that experience and like build up my skills in that sense so I've already like noted down where I want to be and like where what I need to do to get there if that makes sense so that's what I think you should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I think that's a good... I mean, but I, I was speaking, the question was more like, what are you specifically going to do? Do you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. you've answered that partially about the job thing, but other anxieties, yeah. how are you actively going to take yourself out of that anxious mind like mindset? Oh, right. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Mm. Okay, I'll let someone else take the lead on this one. <laughs> um, 
let me think actually what I want to you know the answer to this is just God like Honestly. I don't care whatever yeah whatever faith you have and I yeah. don't just mean I, I'm not just saying that just to dismiss the question as well because I feel like a lot of our anxieties and like the doubts that we have it can all be answered like as long as we we are willing to find it like wisdom is out there for us to indulge in and like find out about you know what I mean mm-hmm. so whenever like we have these doubts these insecurities whatever it may be I feel like you should seek the main source of your faith like for me it's God Christianity cool so I read my bible and I feel like it helps me like whenever I'm doubtful whenever I need some kind of encouragement I feel like that's a good method to go to yeah because it provides some kind of answer some kind of like relief and reassurance that everything will be okay do you know what I mean yeah and I think also when you feel anxious, it's basic, it's essentially you worrying about something that hasn't happened as yet. Yeah. So I think for the most, for, for a solution, it, it is basically finding solitude in God because for half the things we're anxious about, even the majority of it hasn't like it will it won't happen the way we think it's going to happen so we often magnify like a, a lot of situations in our head and I feel like as I said like finding solitude in God praying about it and just finding that peace that only he can bring to us because the world is very like as we've all like already said like there's a lot going on so to be in the world and of the world you're obviously going to feel overwhelmed you're going to feel drained you're going to feel like tugged from each side so it's good to take time out of your day each day and make it a habit as well and like whether it's just spending some time in the morning in the evening in the afternoon but just finding that place put on some gospel music I don't know like light a candle and just really get in your word because anytime I after I read my Bible, all my cares, even if it's just momentarily, I go to bed sleeping and knowing that, okay, I've lifted all this burden off of my chest. And I Mm -hmm. think that's like really important to do and especially just getting the habit of it because it will be difficult the first few times to constantly remind yourself. But once you've built a habit of praying and studying the Bible, so like an in-depth as well for yourself, honestly mm-hmm. like because all the answers are there like everything yeah. we worry about everything we're struggling with people like there are stories and people men and women in the bible that have been through that like 10 times over and it's never they never stay in that dark place for long they always go through it and there's light at the end of the tunnel although that sounds very cliche it's the reality of it yeah. You yeah. you can never stay at the bottom for too long never and I feel like all our lives are testament to that. Like we've all been in situations yeah, where first. in the moment mm-hmm. we feel like, oh my gosh, like it's not going to get better than this. But the women we are today are completely different to the women we were a couple months ago, a year ago, a couple years ago at the beginning of uni. Do you know what I mean? So it's like we just have to look at our own lives as testament and realise that we're going to get through it. Like but we just have to actively make those like make those steps to want to because it's easy to like like feel sorry for yourself and it's 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 fine to do that in the moment like it's fine to you know like feel your emotions and whatnot but you're gonna like there's gonna have to be a point where you're just like okay so now what like I've cried I've been upset I've been anxious I've been worrying but now what what's the next step like and I think that's the difficult part as well because it's easy to just wallow in our own sadness that's the easiest thing to do but it's difficult to 
like make those active steps to take yourself out of that dark place because no one's going to take you out like you have to do it yourself obviously with the help and like have fellowship have people around you that you can feel like you can talk to um obviously alongside God as well but it's good to have like friends that you feel like you can talk to um about these things because it's difficult like you know life is difficult but it's easier when you have friends that you can communicate your concerns with so yeah yeah to add sorry Jayla to add a little bit to um, to Kenya's Kenya's point um it's it's really easy for us to like feel sorry for ourselves and like Mm -hmm. you know have negative emotions and thoughts towards ourselves and when I say seek God I don't mean it as like in a sense to like dismiss your feelings or like dismiss your thoughts no when I say seek God it's mainly to like have a counter argument because like I said it's easy for you to like hold these negative feelings towards yourself so it's it's good to have like account account a counter argument I don't know if that's the the correct way to say it but you need yeah. to have someone that's going to argue against your negative thoughts you know what I mean so so they can't just live there so your your thoughts will only live with you for as long as you allow it to whereas if you had like these negative feelings but every time a negative feeling came up you'd be like you know you'd you'd like shield it with the word of God like no I am the head I am the tail I am God is if God is within me who can be against me like those sort mm-hmm. of things like you need Amen. to have some going to you know fight off these negative feelings yeah. and these thoughts if that makes any sense but yeah no it does honestly it's good to say affirmations as well like speak things into your life there is power in the tongue honestly so you have to just speak positivity over your life and then walk like you've already got it yeah I think that's a good one did that answer your question it did <laughs> What's your answer? I've been here trying to think about how I'm supposed to phrase my answer now. Um, I would say I'm quite. Um, my approach to things is quite different to my good friends here, Miss Sebastiana and Miss Kenya. Because whilst, just a disclaimer, of course, I 100 like I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Yeah. Love God. Love Jesus. He's he's the son of son of God. I like. I I I yeah basically just a disclaimer (laughs) I feel like I'm very um like like new in like my faith with God as in like whereas my my friends here have have quite a closer relationship to him I don't feel like I always have that so I was saying to them the other day can I just stop you there no I don't I don't think you can see it as like this person has a closer relationship with God than I do I feel yeah. like everyone has everyone has highs and lows in their life and we all go through this walk of life differently like our relationship with God is going to be different period like I might be someone who likes to listen to more worship songs and you might be someone who likes to read more like yeah. there's always differences in that sense and it may appear that someone is closer, closer. to God because they're not doing the things that you do but that doesn't take away you know your your communion with God if that makes any sense like the way you communicate with God may just be entirely different to ours and that's yeah. okay no I get that I just I meant more of like I can see with with both of you that you feel more comfortable running, like going to God with your your problems and like relying on Him and trusting Him. I'm not saying that you don't have your own like doubts or like your own like 
yeah. whatever. But in comparison, yeah. for me, I as I was gonna say, like how I was, I was, I was telling Ken and Joyce the other day about how I just felt really doubtful of like God, and I was like, well, how is how is it that all of these things have happened to me this year? And like, it's just, it's not fair. Basically, that's the, st- the stance I was taking. I was thinking, it's not fair. Like, how is it that God is says that he loves me and that he's here for me? But yeah, I'm out here feeling terrible, like, every day. And that, like, one disaster after another keeps happening. Yeah. So that's the type of thing that I'm trying to say. Like, and, and sometimes for me to go with my problems to him, I just feel like, well, what's the point? Because nothing's, like, nothing's going to yeah. come out of it. Like, why am I telling you this? Like, you already know, like, yeah no offense to god but do something about it do you know what i'm trying to say but it's like yeah so that that's i suppose i even forgot what was the question that i even asked um <laughs> you asked what you <laughs> like, about what it yeah yeah um so for me i suppose it's more of a thing i well one of them definitely is getting closer getting closer to god and basically just relying on him like I've been I was reading my bible this morning woke up at like five o'clock one dumb hour in the morning and I was just reading the bible and I was thinking this is all making like a lot of sense like rely on him get your wisdom from him get your peace from him everything like that so that's what I'm trying to do as well but also I suppose it's kind of ties into it um I feel like I'm somebody who I rely on people a lot like I rely on people for my emotions I rely on people for like my opinion for their opinions and stuff like that and I I take those I take those on too much when really the only opinion that matters is my own and God like I'm the only person and God who can make myself happy do you know what I'm saying like I'm in control of all of these things as much as people have done me dirty and as much as the world has gone to hell at the moment like yeah I, I'm in control of my own feelings it's, it, like I can feel sad for a minute as you said Kim but to sit and wallow in that I'm the yeah. only person that's gonna that's gonna suffer from that so yeah. I suppose it's just more relying on God and just taking more accountability for my own like feelings and stuff like that because if I'm sad it's just gonna be me sad in my room here for like the next yeah. couple of months He's going to take me out of myself. Mm-hmm. Would you say, sis? I said it's not going to affect anyone but you. Exactly. Yeah. It's just going to be me here wallowing in my room by myself. Yeah. Like, it's not going to, it's just more months wasted on being sad and stuff like that. And yeah. then, let me be real with y'all. I'm tired of being sad. Like, as soon as lockdown <laughs> is over, honestly, I just want to be happy. Like, I just want yeah. to go back to normal and I just want to be happy. I want to rely on myself. I don't want to rely on other people's opinions or just, I just, I just want to be good with God and myself. That's it, basically. That's how I feel yeah. like is the best way for me to get rid of these anxious feelings. Like, as I said, I'll be, I was saying to Ken and Joyce, like, I wake up with a lot of, like, panic attacks sometimes just because I'm always, like, anxious. Like, something's yeah. always pressing heavy on me. And that's like, that God didn't develop us with the spirit of fear. And I'm just really just mm-hmm. trying to just cast all of that out. But, yeah. yeah. Also, um, what was I going to say? You said something about, like, um yeah you don't want to be like wallowing in your room and stuff but it also goes back to the point that I made like if you feel like obviously some things are out of your control like what's going on in the world right now but things that are in your control like you have to sit down and be like yo what can I actually do to stop me from feeling like this so if it's something in your control it's like either like remove it out of my life or you know like um distance myself from this thing like there are always things that you can do if it is in your control to do to like elevate yourself from the situation because I feel like for the most part like sometimes you just have to literally like wash your hands of things like because sometimes we 
what was I wrote a blog piece about it and it was like um oh I wish I wrote the scripture down it was in Luke somewhere but I don't want to paraphrase it because I don't want to get it wrong but it was in Luke somewhere and it was just say what it was about near enough it was like where Jesus went to this well and there was this like um infirmed man like he was really ill and um, no this I want to say man there was no there was no in Luke there was a woman and a man but this particular thing he went to this um well and I feel like it was like a man and he was ill and like well this woman and she was ill and it was just like he was like do you want to get better kind of thing because it was like her pain was like her comfortability blanket so it was like her pain gave her an excuse to not do this she was like oh I can't do this because I'm ill I can't do that because I'm sick but as soon as he healed her he took away her excuse as well so it was just like okay so now you're better like what's the excuse now why can't you do this why can't you apply for jobs why can't you like um like be better do you know what I mean so it's like also sometimes I feel like a lot of people me too we're scared to like pray about certain things because we know once God says it's done then it's like okay now I can't I can't complain about it there's no excuse so it's like our pain is definitely our comfortability blanket so sometimes it's like we're scared to pray about things because we know we know God's gonna do it for us like he just has to say it's written and it's done but it's like we're scared because we're just like yo I don't know if I want to you know actually deal with my issues because once it's done then there's no there's no and once where you're like literally afraid sometimes to pray god if this situation or if this job or if whatever (laughs) is not for me then take out my life and then get the yeah, it's fine. He lets you know, and you're you're just you're like, well, like, I'm you know, like me, I can't read. <laughs> I can't read. That's basically. <laughs> I've done that so many times over situations, and I haven't I haven't listened, and then I always end up as boo boo the fool because I should have listened to God the first time. So you're right. Sis, whatever scripture that is, forward that to me, and I'll, I, need to, yeah. I need to read. Well, guys, check out my blog post, cocomemoirs.com. It's on there somewhere. Pluggy, pluggy, plug. <laughs> just, just putting it out there. But no, yeah. I think it's very important for us to have like these kind of situation, these kind of conversations. Sorry, because I think when people think about mental health, they usually think of like the more chronic. Well, I think the conversation has obviously shifted lately to it being more acceptable and like more prevalent in like in everyone's lives. Like everyone can have you know an un- unstable mental if that makes sense if that makes sense so it's like it's important for us to have like these kind of conversations because although we are not well I, I can't I'm, I can't diagnose you so I don't know if you have like any chronic mental illness or you know any diagnosis or anything like that but these are things that everyone deals with on an everyday basis like everyone deals with like some kind of like sadness or like anxiety like this is stuff that we actually go through and I don't think we should it's not it's not good for us to keep quiet about these things just because it's not Mm -hmm. to a great extent as you know the more the people that actually need like proper like (laughs) I don't know if I'm phrasing this right I don't want to offend anyone but like people that actually need people that need more help yeah professional help like is that what you're talking about yeah more professional help like this is still stuff that we deal with and it's still things that we need to talk about and yeah I just feel like it's important to have these conversations and yeah be more be more be more vulnerable with the people around you like I'm learning to like 
like I've been listening to Dr. Anita Phillips and she talks a lot about well she's a mental health advocate on her podcast and she's just making me like more aware of like just everyday life situations like things that are affecting me things that I have to deal with things that I have mm. to work on and one of the things she's like been teaching me about is like being more vulnerable like just being vulnerable to talk about things and being open about how you're feeling how your day went you know just little things and I feel like that's obviously going to help you take the burden off of you and like obviously you're carrying all these things it's going to it's gonna take the weight off of your shoulders in a sense and like make you feel lighter because you're talking to people and then yeah no I but, yeah. agree is Jada still there sorry I am I was just thinking <laughs> <laughs> this is a deep I was, no I was I was thinking it's very good to be to be like vulnerable and stuff like that but yeah like, nobody ever kind of really teaches you how to be vulnerable do you get me I feel okay. like growing up I've then always kind of been quite I know I've just always been I've been quite um guarded with myself and so like now to, to open up to people ugh, it just yeah I suppose it's not people it's like close close trusted yeah, yeah. So I suppose that's different yeah no, um, I think we're going to link down some links in our um bio description podcast yeah, description. In our, in our, yeah. <laughs> yeah of um some mental health um helplines that you guys can contact if you feel like you need that extra help or you just need to get things off your chest and talk to someone so make sure to read our description and find links but yeah i think we've come to the end of this episode guys how are you feeling yeah. episode <laughs> <I'm all good>. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are disgusting because I know I can picture you guys sitting in your in your rooms in your car right now, <laughs> shouting we at your laptop. No, we've finally done it. We've finally, 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 finally got it's been a long time episode. coming. Yeah, but we got there in the end. Um, make sure to follow us on our Twitter, which is at View the Three, and you can also find us on our personal accounts if you wish to. Ladies, you want to plug? Plug plug. <laughs> uh, my I mean, Twitter I was is. Saying, I don't really use Twitter anymore. Yeah, yeah, we don't really use Twitter, but I mean, <laughs> it's underscore Kenya Jade on Twitter and Instagram, and my blog page, cocoamemoirs.com. I think my I'm Twitter is Jadtaman. Sorry, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I didn't hear you at all there, so it's, like, it's my bad. <laughs> No, I was just telling Kenya and her YouTube um, oh. channel. Is oh, yeah, six. yeah, let's hold her up because she hasn't even uploaded it yet. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, YouTube as well. I mean, yeah, Kenya Jade. Tell her what you. <laughs> <laughs> more, more energy. Uh, yeah, Kenya Jade on YouTube. You can find me there one day. Just subscribe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jada, where can we find you, babe? Oh, I've got me little Twitter there. It's called <laughs> at, at Jadtam underscore, I think. And I think that's the same for my Instagram as well. Yeah. These are just these are just platforms for you to connect with us in some way. If you feel like you want to discuss what we've discussed today or you have any comments, just, you know, drop a cheeky comment, cheeky DM. I'm sure we're all friendly. We won't scare you away. But yeah, mine's at Sebastiana Joyce. Um, 
if you see the Twitter, if you go on the Twitter, you'll see my name because I know it's quite long and hard to spell. So you'll find it somewhere on the Twitter page. And I've also got YouTube, which is Mindful of Joy. And Instagram as well, MFO Joy. I'm currently inactive, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be there. I'll be back soon. You guys can catch me on there. So, yeah, that was our first, um, you know, little podcast session. A bit, you know, we would have liked it to be in a bit, you know, happier, on a happier tone. But the way life is going right now, we just thought that we just want to keep it real with you a lot. Yeah. Um, I've even got a little cheeky, uh, what's it called? Bible chapter here. um, That really resonated me with me (laughs) this morning. Um, So it's Proverbs three I, I can never a, guys I'm a, new to the bible huh I love me a proverb I bloody yeah. love proverbs are the I'm, best. I'm new to it so I don't know how to say it proverbs is it three chapter, chapter oh wait yeah okay chapter three verse three to four mm-hmm. so it's let love and faithfulness never leave you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart then you will favour a good name in the sight of God and man. So that really just told me today to live with love and happiness and everything within my heart and that will shine out through me. And not only will the people around me see it, but God will recognise it as well. So no matter what you're going through, keep the spirit of of Jesus within your hearts or, you know, whoever, whoever you, well, actually, no, I'm talking about Jesus specifically. <laughs> keep, keep, keep the spirit of Jesus within your heart and you will prosper. Amen. Amen. Thank you for that, sis. You're welcome. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, I hope everyone's staying safe. Um, Love and blessings to you all. And we shall see you in our next episode. Bye, guys.